You are now listening to LFL Talk with Adri and Marcus. Hello and welcome to this week one episode of LFL Talk. I'm your host, Adri Mallows. Joining me as always is Marcus Henson. How are you, sir? Oh man, I'm good. Wow, have we really just put week one in the books? We have indeed, so it's unbelievable, really. When you think it seems like just last August we were in Seattle, it seems like yesterday we were there, Legends Cup. I go on about it all the time. It was such a great experience. But yeah, man, week one, 2016 season, so many rookies, so many teams. It's going to be a great year. Absolutely. It is good to be back. Join us when we come back for our review of the week one game between the Seattle Mist and Austin Acoustic. How does an athlete reach the pinnacle of the LFL? Performance training. Focus. Yet ever active. In their community. Film study. Practice. In superb condition. Leading a healthy lifestyle. I'm an LFL athlete. We come on now to the game review between Austin and Seattle. Now, as we all know, this was Austin's first game and they faced an uphill struggle against Seattle. Marcus, how did you see this one play out? Well, inevitably, especially the first quarter, it's, you know, jumping in at the deep end. I mean, we saw a couple mistake, and very much an eye-opener for for Austin, I mean, the speed of the game, the sound of the stadium. I mean, you actually saw like um, Shea Winfrey screaming for the snap. It was just so loud. I'm sure that it would have been a buzz if you're actually there on the day. But you know what? Seattle did what they needed to do. They dominated as they do all the time. Line of scrimmage. You no, know, it's one in those trenches. And God, Seattle have got such a good defensive line. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to come back quickly. You mentioned the the noise there. That was one of the the points I noticed from the game film as well, really, is that she was trying to use a snap count, whereas we know other teams go in there and we saw last year in the Legends Cup final and we saw Heather Fur using the silent snap count, which would have perhaps been more suitable and, and better for that particular environment because you don't go into a place like Seattle expecting to be able to hear what your quarterback is saying. No, absolutely not. I mean, it's just like uh, the Seahawks synonymous with the noise. 12th man, they've got the eighth man, you know, at the mist. And you know what? They pay dividends. I mean, maybe it's a little bit too much to ask for a first-time quarterback coming out for her first game. Um, but definitely doesn't help. I mean, when a lot of the time she was given time to throw, she could get through her action. A couple of bad drops. Um, and it really kills off um, any momentum you can try and build when you're sort of like trying to take that crowd out of that noise. Um, and you've got receivers dropping balls. Yeah, but on a plus note, though, I think we can safely say that Austin definitely grew into that game and the touchdown just before half time really helped with their confidence moving into that second half. I think there's a lot of things they can take from that game and a lesson learned when you go up against a team like Seattle, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, for me, uh, if we're going to sort of break this down uh, much in the way, sort of like looking at the, the way the game's developed for me, Seattle, you know what, look as impressive as they did last year. I mean, their goal, though, would be not switch off when they get ahead. I mean, I saw a couple of times towards the end of the game, a few mistakes sort of coming in just because they've sort of turned the to the, the sort of like, you know, the, the jets off, they're cooling down. But how about this? Stevie Schnorr, is it her year to sort of knock the Ferrari off the number one perch running backs down with a performance like that? She was really, really impressive for me. Now, on the flip side, like you mentioned, Austin, 
you know, a bit more experience under their belts. Um, they could find some real results later in the season. I mean, one of the things for me, though, is them keeping cool under pressure. A couple of times I saw some emotions getting the better of them. But to Shay Winfrey, she's got some skills there. And she can definitely run with that football. Now, we could talk about this game until we're blue in the face, as always. But to help us with our game review today, ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Tiffany Zimmerman from the Austin Acoustic. Welcome to the show, Tiffany. Well, hi, guys. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. Oh, you're most welcome. I think the honor is all ours. Now, (laughs) before we come on to the game itself, please, can you advise our listeners a little bit about your background and who or what inspired you to start playing in the league? The OFL is definitely the top platform for women's tackle football. It's something I've been seeing for years that my friends have kind of been like, hey, I could totally see you being one of these awesome, strong, beastly women out here just taking people's heads off. And originally, um, this is my last semester in college. And so originally I was going to wait until I graduated and there was not a team in Texas at that time. So I actually planned on moving and trying to find a job out of state in one of the states that had a team. And then ironically enough, I am Austin born and raised. I don't live there, right, because of school, but um, I am moving there in May and found out about the Austin tryouts the first round in September and tried out and have stuck with it ever since. Made it through round one into training camp everything else so here I am made it all the way there and now of course your first trip in the NFL was uh, to Seattle and was that your first time in Seattle and if so did you take any like tourist sites like Pike's Place or, or anything try anything like that yes we actually went to Pike's Place um, a group of us did myself Steck Wicket and Tisha our captains and um, Michelle Marshall Chastity Morales who y'all have already interviewed so you know Chastity and it was actually it's, it's beautiful it was my first time there and luckily enough the weather I think we brought the Texas weather with us and it was sunny and warm and it was really nice. It was absolutely beautiful. The market and everything there. Oh my gosh. And you didn't get hit in the face by any low flying fish, no? No, I did not. I did not take a fish to the face by any means. (laughs) Now, as this was your first ever game in the LFL, can you describe your emotions throughout the day and what it felt like to take to the field? So the LFL is a lot different than anything else I've ever played. Uh, I actually, this is my first tackle football experience, aside from like backyard BS kind of tackle football with family and stuff like that. So that was completely different in and of itself. But the thing about the LFL is that, you know, we have interviews and we have green screens and we have photos to be done beforehand. And so you're there from... Um, I believe we got there at nine o'clock in the morning up until game time. And so I think the hardest thing to adjust to for a lot of us was to keep your emotions in check, you know, not to get too rowdy, too fast and then crash or, you know, to kind of maintain calmness and kind of get a nap in and stay rested and eat right throughout the day and stay hydrated because, um, like I said, for everybody but one of us on our roster, this was our first LFL game. So obviously, we're all very excited. And to be able to play not only at this level in the LFL arena for the first time, but to enter the champion's house in front of that crowd, it was phenomenal. And it was very emotional. And it was incredible. You mentioned going to the champion's house. I mean, 
what's the hardest thing about having to face the defending champions as your first ever game as a team? <laughs> Look at Seattle's line. I mean, you have Danica Brace, who is one of the most talked about LFL players in the history of LFL, especially over the past few years. Her reign is, she's so dominant. She's such a dominant player on the field and even off the field with her work ethic. And, you know, then you have KK Matheny. She's an incredible quarterback. And obviously she's proven that she belongs right where she's at. And then you have, um, you have players like LaShonda Fowler and Bryn Rinda and Stevie Schnorr that are here. And that's all we've heard about as LFL fans and to go up into that arena again with their championship rings, which we've all seen, right? Um, yeah. And <laughs> to, to go head-to-head with these phenomenal athletes and these incredible women. And, and these are the women that, when you think of LFL, these are who you think of. And to be able to sit there and line up, personally for me as a lineman, to line up across the line with these women and go face-to-face all night long, like that, <laughs> that's incredible. Like that's, that's the only thing you could possibly ask for. You know, that's an all-fantasy game walking in your first game out so now although the result didn't go your way what lessons can you take from the first game (laughs) what lessons couldn't you take from the first game um there's like i said there's a lot to learn about the lfl that you can watch film all day long and you can watch players all day long but until they're in your face and you're in theirs and um you're in that crowd and in that environment and you know the rules are totally different lfl is a much more hands-on and brutal form of football. And I, I mean, I love it. That's not me harshing it at all. And it's just and to be there and actually be in it instead of just be going to watch a game or to watch it anywhere else or anything that you think you know about the LFL is out the window as soon as you step onto that field and actually play. So Now, going to you yourself personally, we are to understand here at LFO Talk that you have an interesting nickname. I do have an interesting nickname. They call me Stretch because I'm so tall and lanky. And I've actually had that nickname for years. I had it the last few years of high school. I shot up about a foot. I grew exactly, I mean, 12 inches in a year, year and a half. And so um, I was obviously really lanky and awkward <laughs> because I grew so fast. And so that's kind of where it began. And it's just kind of stuck with me. That's always been my sports name. Um, my last name is Zimmerman. So it's really long. Like, um, And then there's also another Tiffany on the team. And so it's just easier. Everybody calls me Stretch. When you're talking about Tiffany on the team, it's the other one. It's Tiffany Merritt, not me. So yes, sir. <laughs> so from now on, that's how we refer to you on the podcast then. Just Stretch. Go for it. Call me Stretch. It's on everything. <laughs> no worries. We'll do that. Now, to finish off the interview, um, we would like to ask you a few quick fire questions, if that's okay. Awesome. Go for it. I'll try to keep up. <laughs> what will Austin's record finish up as this season? Are you talking pre-playoffs or after playoffs? Uh, Pre-playoffs, I'm hoping at three wins, one loss. Ah, there we go. <laughs> We're yeah. bound, and de- bound and determined to make that happen. So, oh, that, That's good enough for me. Awesome. Okay, then I'll take over here. Which teammate took the longest to get ready? Which teammate took the longest to get ready? Kind of honestly, our coaches. It's not even a teammate. <laughs> our our coaches took the longest to get ready. Like, no, you look good. No, you, yeah, they have to look good, right? You would think that they wouldn't, but that was the coaches took far longer than we did. <laughs> That's brilliant. Now, what was your favorite part of Seattle? Aside from the game, the marketplace was absolutely beautiful. And it was so cool to see 
like we have farmers markets and stuff in Austin, but obviously it's, it's nothing like in Seattle. And so that was just really cool to go open air. Obviously the seafood isn't going to be the same in Austin because there's, we're not by the sea. So, um, that is just a complete amazing experience. What song is at the top of your workout playlist? Ambition. That is my song. They're going to love me for my ambition. That's that's what gets me hype every single time. And because of Chastity Morales, the song Panda is now on my playlist. So you can <laughs> go ahead and share this with the world. And I am admitting it on LFL Talk. Oh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> exclusives. That's what we like to have on the show. Breaking news. There you go. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you could compare oh, your man. playing style to anyone in the NFL, who would it be? Hmm. I don't see, I feel like it's hard for me to make that statement because I just started playing. But eventually, once I completely hone my skills, I want to be like J.J. Watt. Like, who doesn't want to be J.J. Watt playing Dion, right? Like, yeah, that's who you have to be. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, a man who's redefining that position for sure. Absolutely. Wow. I wonder if this then uh, influences your decision on this next question. What NFL team do you support? I am a big player supporter, but obviously I love J.J. Watt because of the position and his work ethic and everything else. So we'll go with Houston Texans. Yes, sir. Well, that wraps up our interview. But before we sign off, um, we'd like to give you a chance to do like a 10 second shout out to all of the Austin fans out there. All of the Austin fans. Awesome. All right. First of all, I want to give a shout out to my family that flew all the way to Seattle. There are about eight people um, that flew to Seattle and sat right behind us and were cheering, win, lose, whatever. And then also everybody who has supported us through and through since the very beginning in September. So shout out, guys. Well, thank you for coming on the show today, Tiffany. It's been a real pleasure. Awesome. Thank you, guys. The world's fastest growing sport arrives to YouTube. Legends Football League. Break their confidence. Keep breaking their confidence. They've got nothing. They want to brawl. They don't want to play football. Intensity. Beauty. Subscribe to this channel and gain access into locker rooms. Inside the huddle. Every other front, they run to the outside. They're getting it. Get to know your favorite players. The one thing I want to do is just make everyone happy. Give 100%. And full-length games in high definition. Subscribe and never miss out on LFL Action. This is Chastity Morales, wide receiver, playing for the Austin Acoustics, and you are listening to LFL Talk with Adrian Marcus. Football is a man's game because women hit like girls. They run like girls. And they never play with passion. This game will never mean as much to women as it does to men. The game has never been played by women until now. Now, this part of the show, we're going to be looking at this week's matchup, which features the New England Liberty taking on the Omaha Heart. Any thoughts here, Adri? Absolutely, Marcus. Now you've got the rookies in New England Liberty, new kids on the block. We know they've got some exciting rookies, including the young quarterback, Alex Drake. But let's first take a quick look at Omaha, who, despite being in the league for some time, are essentially having another rookie season with just one or two returning veterans. Although, on a plus note, they do have the running back returning Sarah Jane Thompson, who we interviewed 
interviewed on the show last year and also we both mentioned throughout the year during their games that she was probably the one if not the only bright spark for that Omaha offense absolutely and of course you mentioned the rookie franchise in New England and of course they've got nothing to lose and everything to prove of course in that respect and like you said with Omaha it feels almost like they've restarted as a franchise lots of new players new coaches so therefore really we've got sort of two unknown qualities so I guess the key matchups going into this game we could look at possibly Alex Drake and the passing game um sort of using that shock tactic of of throwing down the field hitting them deep and quickly so that way Omaha can't react and on the flip side Omaha Sarah Jane Thompson as that returning veteran and that offensive line controlling the game controlling the clock and allowing really to run a good style of Omaha football now of course we mentioned one of our key matchups there was Alex Drake and we have the New England Liberty quarterback here on the show welcome to the show Alex hey how's it going before we uh, get into some of the questions as it's your first time on NFL Talk uh, we were wondering if you could explain to our listeners how and why you became part of the NFL. You know, I played uh, some football when I was younger, and football has always been a huge part of my life. I actually had to stop playing because there are no women's leagues, you know, especially around where I grew up. I grew up in New Hampshire. So, you know, when I found out about the LFL, I was really excited, and I was like, wow, this is a phenomenal opportunity for me to go out there again. Now, as a new team entering its first season, what's the journey been like from the start to getting ready to suit up for your first game this Friday? You know, being a new franchise is always really hard, but I honestly think that as a team, we've become really, really close and we've come such a long way. You know, when I remember at tryouts, you know, you were kind of, uh, you know, is, this, is we really going to be that good? You know, but then as soon as the team was made and we really started working hard, these girls have come a long way and I'm very excited to step on that field with them. Now, a lot has been mentioned about uh, the coaching staff in New England. Um, how have they helped you prepare for the season and, in particular, this game against Omaha? The coaching staff is amazing. I mean, they really do work with us one-on-one. You know, they make sure that we really understand the things that we need to understand. They understand that some of these girls have never touched a football before. So, you know, for them, it's like baby steps. And they were really good at doing that. And like I said, the transition from tryouts to now is just its unbelievable. As you mentioned, there, this is not only going to be the franchise's first game, but your first game in the LFL. Um, how have you been preparing for the matchup personally? You know, I've worked really hard on and off the field. Um, I really wanted to be ready for my first game. You know, obviously I'll have the first game jitters, you know, but as soon as I complete that first pass, you know, and the game starts to go on, you know, I really don't think that the pressure is going to affect my abilities. Uh, you mentioned the pressure. Now, your opponents, the Omaha Heart, have some great fans. And, and Ralston Arena uh, is probably one of the toughest environments for a team's first game. Uh, what's the attitude uh, like in the New England locker room going into this game? You know, we're a family and we're in this together. We win and we lose together. We rise and we fall. You know, so we're going into this game as one. And all we need to do, you know, as, as the leader of the team, as the captain, as the quarterback, it's my job to make sure girls stay focused. And they're really good at responding to me. And, you know, I think that we're going to we're going to have a first a great first game. So if it was possible to pick out three keys to winning the game this Friday, what would they be? Three keys. I would say uh, hard work. I would say uh, leadership. We all need to be leaders. And I guess I would say the last one is determination. It's going to really going to determine as to who wants it more. Absolutely. And some great keys there. Now, we wanted to test to see how game ready you were with a little quick fire question round, if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. Throw it at me. Okay. First question. Chicken or steak? I would say steak. Beefs you up a little bit more, you know, makes you look a little bit more muscular. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fair play. Do you prefer playing football in sunshine or snow? Ooh, you know, I would say that it would be nice to play football in sunshine, but it's always so hot. You know, and the sun is in your eyes. You know, the snow is a little bit more fun. Nice and slippery. That's it. A girl after my own heart. I'm a Buffalo fan, so I love playing in the snow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> too cold for me. Too cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's a New England thing. I don't know. Possibly. <laughs> well, here's one for you. Would you rather be doing a workout or having a siesta? Ooh, you know, listen, I like to have fun. I like to, you know, dance around and have fun at a siesta, but I really do love to work out and hit the gym. Now, what is your favorite film quote? My favorite film quote? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I have one. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I didn't really prepare for that one. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'll think about it next time. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll have to like type in some movie quotes. And, uh... Hey, you always get you back on the show to finish off that question. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's one. Are you more of an early bird or a night owl? Uh, I would say I'm more of an early bird. Definitely a good morning person. And what is your score prediction for the game on Friday? Score prediction. You know, it's like I said, it's it's really going to it's it's going to be about who wants it more. You know, I think we have a pretty strong offense, you know, as you know, as well as our defense. Our defense is really aggressive. I would like to say that we're going to come out, you know, with a big score. But, you know, I can't I can't talk too soon. No pressure. But I've gone for 28-12 to New England. So no, no pressure there, by the way. There we go. <laughs> go New England. <laughs> I uh, see. I mean, I've gone for a bit of a closer, closer match on myself. Uh, I've gone for twenty-one twenty. Really edge of seat stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, it really is the edge of the seat, huh? Yeah. Well, I, are we going to get you to hedge your bets, or or, or are we going to actually can we can we eke out an actual score prediction from you? Can you put the cards down? All right, let's put the cards down. I'm going to predict that we're going to go out there and our offense is going to kill it. We're going to score about I'd say let's do thirty-five to. And I don't want to give them too many points, you know, so I'd say maybe in the 20s. <laughs> oh, well, you'll be happy to know, Alex, that is all the questions we have for you this week. So we want to give you a big thank you for taking part in the interview. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'll have to think about but, that movie quote for you. <laughs> oh, please do. Please do. But um, to finish this off, um, we're going to actually give you a 10 second shout out, 10 seconds for you to do anything you want with you could uh reach out to your fans pump everyone up about the game this friday or maybe even talk a little trash to your opponents if you like it's your 10 seconds all right i guess i'm gonna say here you know i know we're the underdogs you know we are the new england liberty we're a new franchise but don't underestimate us you know we are a tight team you know we're a family and you know we're gonna come in ready to win and i hope everybody and our fans come out there and they support us and hope we get some uh, fans from omaha at the end of the game Fair enough. Well, again, we'd like to thank you so much for coming on the show today, Alex. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Spanhead Productions are a small independent sound recording company based in rural Hertfordshire. We specialise in creating content for all your podcasting needs, whether it be field recordings, fox pops, or capturing the atmosphere during social events. Editing is a very time-consuming job, so Spanhead Productions are on hand to take away some of the burden for you. Just advise us on how you'd like your content to sound, and we will do the rest. We can even help you design and manage a website for your podcast too. Visit us now, spanheadproductions.com. Weebly.com. That's spamheadproductions.weebly.com. Can't believe that's now the end of our week one show, Marcus. I'll tell you what, it's just crazy because, of course, 
Uh, we sit there and we wait for it all, all year, and then suddenly it's like here, it's like, oh, I was going, just disappearing on us. Yeah, basically. So yeah. I would like to thank our lovely guests, Alex Drake and Tiffany Stretch Zimmerman. Also, I'd like to thank my awesome co-host, One and only. Marcus. It's been a real pleasure as always, sir. Mate, it is always fun to talk LFL. Now, remember to stay tuned to LFL360.com for all of the latest league news. And you can also catch our previous episodes of LFL Talk. Until next time, football fans. Stay safe, take care, and thanks for stopping by. <laughs>